1: Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Live and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow and we want you along this journey with us. All right. Welcome back to the Black Girl Flow podcast. Everybody, we are in December. We are in the thick of it. Welcome, welcome. We're so excited for this episode, for for this conversation today. I hope everybody is just doing well. and and really finding all of the joy in the holiday season because y'all know this is my season. But this episode of Black Girl Flow podcast, we're super excited for the conversation. Liv knows anytime we have a guest, I cannot keep myself together. So I'm just gonna pass it to Liv to go ahead and introduce our guest because I'm already too excited about this.
2: Well, listeners, we have a super special episode, especially for our bookworms because today we are joined by She's Well Read. And uh, She's Well Read is a podcast with a mission to empower women to invest in themselves and each other through reading. If you know anything about us, you know that we love a good book and we you know that after we read that good book, we love discussion. So today we're joined with Lana and um, we're just super excited to jump into the conversation. So, Lana, thank you so much for joining us today. We're super excited to have you and to welcome you into our Black Girl Flow community. And as always, if you're familiar with our episodes, we like to just open it up with a quick old pulse check, which is a mental health check-in. How are we feeling? Like Lexi said, it's the holiday season. Have you already started buying gifts? What are your plans for the holidays? New Year's resolutions? How do we feel about it? I'll go ahead and pass it to you, Lana, since you're our guest.
0: Hey, yeah, thanks for having me on the show today. I'm super excited. I've been following you for a while, so this is like, oh, yay, I'm on the show. Um, so I've been good. Uh, I actually started Christmas shopping in October. Uh, I'm Okay, okay. I'm a planner like that because I have so many family members, and I'm like, okay, I have to map out what I'm getting these people. Like I asked my sisters in October, I was like, what do you want? Like, what's on your Christmas list? I need to know like right now. And they were like, I don't know. (laughs) That's me. That
1: that is literally me. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss for what I need back in October for sure.
0: Yeah. But the thing is I try to map because in the world of adulting, you have to do these things. I was like, okay, on this paycheck, I'm gonna get this amount of gifts on this paycheck. I'm gonna get this amount of gifts. Wow. Just so like it. So I'm not in December, like, I'm about to drop a couple bags trying to buy Christmas presents for everybody so I'd like to spread it out so it's not like brace for impact when it all happens
2: I appreciate the dedication because that's October is pre-Black Friday Mm pre-Cyber Monday Mm -hmm. that's that's if that's what adulting looks like I may need to take another course
0: in it that is but listen where is the course on adulting i would like to find it
2: you know what i would also like (laughs) to find it it.
0: wait so and
2: sprinkled in your christmas shopping are is there also like some all right i'm gonna dedicate this much money each paycheck to treat myself and get me a christmas present as i'm getting everyone christmas presents too
0: that's the problem that's that's every paycheck Uh, (laughs) we love to
1: hear that we love to hear that yes i can co-sign that
0: yeah, literally yesterday, I think I was on TikTok to get, I'm obsessed. And Same. there was this girl and she was doing like this Steve Madden shoe haul, which I was like, I love Steve Madden shoes. And it was a clip that she used that somebody was like, Steve Madden hates women because of the way he makes his shoes, which felt not all of his shoes are the most comfortable. But she did a review of like this Steve Madden haul that she had. And there was this one pair of shoes where she was like, I'm the type of girl who will take her shoes off in the club, but these bad boys, they're not coming off all night. She sold you. She, she sold, sold you. me. I uh, immediately went to the Steve Madden website and found a pair me. of shoes. They were on sale <laughs> too. So I got two for the price of one. You fell Ooh. into the trap, Lana. What? I did. I, listen, here's the thing though I needed the shoes. Because one of them I got like a nude pair. You needed the shoes. Listen, listen, listen. The second pair was a pink pair. And I'm an AKA and J15, our Founders Day is coming up. So I needed a Founder's Day shoe. So You needed it. You I needed, needed it. It, it was an investment. It. it was. It was, it in was fact, an investment. an investment. I was like, I love shoes that I don't want to take off in the middle of the club. What? Right. Who doesn't, right? Like nobody wants to wake up with sore feet. Well, Or like the crimp so- walk to the car. To <laughs> we all know it too well. We all know that
1: feeling mm-hmm. too well. Yeah. Lexi,
2: are you in the midst of se- setting up a Christmas tree in your
1: home for the
2: holiday season?
1: Dude, I'm not about to be around for even oh, a Christmas tree to go sure. up. Right. Um, I have very minimal decorations. I, I'm, I'm trying to let me know what that spreadsheet looks like because I might need that template because I'm really out here looking at the the calendar, being like, dang. Um, I probably should have started shopping in October. And everybody's asking me, like, what do you want for Christmas? And I just recently um, moved into a house. And so now I have, like, the sudden domestic urge to want every type of kitchen appliance there is. Um, But it's, like, the same thing as, like, everything shipping delays. And my birthday is in February. So it's, like, I have such a hard time in this season and the next couple months to figure out, like, what I need or what I want. So no, I'm holidayed out. I already, I'm already over it. I'm already in the new year. I'm already in March. <laughs> like <laughs> that's, how, that's how it feels. It just feels like the rest of it is planned and done, which I'm okay with. But I think Liv's birthday is coming up, which I'm super pumped about. And then just like a lot of other really great trips and things. So I'm feeling yeah. good, but it's like the calm before the storm right now of like, Wait, I'm like actually not going to be home for like two weeks. What do you What do you do when you like leave your home for that period of time? Like, huh? So yeah. it's just a lot of like the prepping, getting ready, to the calm before the storm.
2: No, I feel that. And as you're saying, since my birthday is coming up, I feel like a lot of Christmas babies can relate to what I'm about to say. But I feel like I'm never able to truly process the holiday season because. I'm only able to focus on one holiday at once. It's like Thanksgiving and Christmas being 3 days apart. Like which one are you really about to like you can't really process it. So, that's I feel like I'm in the middle of where you got where you both are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so we have underprepared, overprepared and Liv's like I think I'm in the middle. <laughs> I think
2: I'm literally in the middle like I am just trying to process as I go. Yeah, so. just taking it all in. Exactly. Just taking it all in. But thank you. This was your first pulse check. Um you did great. I love I love just talking about the holiday season. Um and so with that, I think it's the perfect segue to get right into the conversation. Um and I think the thing I'm most curious about. And I love also hearing people's background um, when they first started reading and like what got them into reading. But I'm really curious to hear, when did your love for reading develop?
0: Ooh, my love for reading developed, I'd probably say late middle school, like eighth grade, going into like freshman year of high school. Oh, wow. Um, It was just like an escape. Like, you know, during that time, you go through a lot. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of changes are happening, a lot of transitional phases, but as I've learned in life, it's like, I'm in a constant loop of transition, but anywho, that's when I really got into reading when I was like, oh my gosh, I can escape everything that's going on in the world and just focus on this book and these people's lives and get out of my own head for once. Um, so that's kind of when my love for reading stemmed and I kind of fell off in college, which this kind of segues into our story because Samra was kind of the same way. We were super big book people for like a long time. And then we got to college and was like, well, the new books are reading our textbooks and we have time for nothing else. Uh, So we kind of fell off with our own like, you know, personal reading, like reading for pleasure. And so once we graduated, we were like, it's kind of that phase of like, okay, but what do we do now? Like, we're trying to find our jobs, we're trying to find our way in the world as adults. Again, no one wrote the playbook on this. And so we needed something that was just for us, like kind of a hobby that we actually liked. And so Samra was telling me, she was like, Hey, I'm thinking about starting a book club. I think it'll be a nice escape. And plus I used to love reading. I was like, Oh my gosh, I used to love reading too! like sign me up. And I had recently just got hard into listening to podcasts. Like I dove straight in. I had like 10 shows I was listening to all at once, which now I look back and was like, that was a bad idea. But I was like, Oh my gosh. I've never heard of like a book pod or like a book club podcast. What do you think about doing that for fun on this side? And here we are.
1: (laughs) No. And I think that's such a beautiful story because I love that it acknowledges that like, you don't always have this perfect image of what it should look like. You know, it's like piecing it together while also experiencing life. But I love the idea of, you know, by expanding the book club to the podcast, you're able to connect with so many other women. And so I really wanted to hear just like how has that mission of like empowering women to invest in themselves, like how has that kind of manifested with the podcast, um, kind of keeping it that like book club feel and vibe, which I love, like it really feels like you're part of a book club, hearing y'all's reflections and key keys about it and like how has that been able to like connect other women um, to reading? Yeah, well, first off, yay, love to hear that. That's how you feel about
0: it. Every time we hear somebody say that, we're like, yes, we're doing something right. Um, so thank you for that. Uh, really, it's been kind of a whirlwind, just talking to different people who listen to this show, and they're like oh my goodness, I didn't know I needed this until I listened to y'all and found out I needed this. And that's kind of the vibe we were going for. We were like finding a community of women or really anybody who just needed something like this, like this club where we're all talking about things that we're all going through in life, because that's kind of how we pick our books. It's kind of based on, all right, what's happening in our, both of our lives right now and what book kind of reflects that. So that's, and that's how we get our dialogue going. And that's why it just sounds like we're having a conversation because this is stuff we really want to talk about. Um, So hearing people say like, yes, like I wanted to listen to a conversation about this and y'all are talking about this. So I'm joining in with y'all. So that's Mm -hmm. really been some good manifestation of our mission right there.
2: No, that's so cool. And I feel like in this digital age, it's kind of hard to motivate people to put down their phones, put down the laptops, put down that Netflix show that they're binging and read a book. So how do you feel like you in turn are motivating?
0: Like, how how do you get people motivated? That's a good question. I feel like making it less kind of structured, because, you know, when you go to your typical book club, it's like, all right, we're going to read up until this point. And we're going to talk about these like things that nobody really cares about, honestly. Like it almost feels superficial and not real, but we're going to drink wine the whole time and that's going to be a good time. So we wanted to like kind of verge away from that and make it a true conversation that people could relate to. So that's kind of how we do that. And when I think about like how it's easier to, you know, just scroll on your phone or watch TV, it sucks up so much of your time that you could be investing in yourself, which is a part of our vision to try to motivate people like, Hey, you know, that dream you're thinking about, well, Mm -hmm. here's probably why you should do it instead of scrolling on your phone right now. So Mm -hmm. kind of like those types of things. And we keep it really real. Like I know Samra and I both went through this kind of I wouldn't say, well, kind of like a book drought where we were like, okay, we're kind of like, eh, I'm reading, but I'm not reading what I want to be reading right now, which is okay. Like it, we've been preaching, like, it's okay to like, stop a book if you need to like, take a second away from it because it's not serving what it needs to serve for you and picking up something else, like picking up another book. Like that's totally fine and okay. And so just little things like that, where it's like, you don't have to be this perfect person when it comes to reading and you don't have to, I know some people who are like, I'm going to read a hundred books in the whole year. And it's like, that's a great goal, but I feel like that's going to stress you out. And then for me, someone who deals with anxiety, that just triggers me and I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. And then you don't do it. So setting realistic goals also when it comes to your reading is something really important because if not, you're going to get burned out. So that's one thing. You are dropping so many gems right now. She like is so, so, many, so many, many. And I'm like,
1: every time I'm like, wait, I want to t-. I was like, wait, okay, and now I'm like laundry list of points to hit on. I know. Um, but I think that's the beautiful piece. And that's why I think what y'all are doing as she's little red is so unique because to that part about like, reading there's going to be different times in your life at which that really you know you you can invest in that way in yourself so to have you mm-hmm. all's community over there she's well right you can still participate in the conversation on a book you know it's sometimes when we're like in life in the thick of the busy and there's like a book club it's like oh my gosh I have no time to do that mm-hmm. it's like you all's community is always there to like join in on the conversation and exactly. not feel like You have to like be on it or be active in when you all are reading the like book all alongside. And so it's like to be able to have those multiple entry points. I love that because I think that's life. You're not always going to have the perfect alignment, but it's about having just like sustained communities that you can opt in and opt out when it's time for you to invest yeah so there's just a fire that's just a fire point that I'm like yes I love that but my question is just like and it come on like how can we not talk about I have to know what's the most like what's one of the books that has left like the most lasting impacts on you that you're like if I have to recommend a book to everybody like this is the book that changed me I know that's like such a loaded question that's like asking somebody their favorite place to eat but like I we can't we can't I know everybody's wondering everybody's wondering
0: Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, and people might get on me for this, but it's so true. The book I'm about to recommend. It's the book that we just finished covering this past season, More Than Enough by Elaine Welteroff. That book changed me. It changed, like we've been reading that book since like early no not I wouldn't say February like early April and we just finished because and that's kind of what like you were saying what I love about the way we do our show it's like over time and you can really see yourself from like the first episode to the last chapter and you're like holy crap the growth that just happened and that's exactly how I felt with this book Elaine it's so relatable. Um, everything that she was saying that was going on in her life like she started she started from literal birth until her life up into the point that she finished the book and it just goes through all of these trials and tribulations and being a black woman in corporate America and even like the magazine world that she lived in in Condé Nast and like relationships and friendships and parents it just You know, there's those self-help books that they tell you to read in your 20s that are just like, get off the couch and go make something of yourself, but you're not really getting anything out of that. This, I got something out of. She put the fire under me that I needed to be like, okay, this is what I've been saying I want to do, and I'm going to go do it now. So that is the book that I would recommend to literally everybody.
2: You know how you were talking about in your post check, the TikTok girl talking about the Steve Madden shoes and she sold you like you're definitely (laughs) selling me right
0: now.
2: You 100% sold me because the thing is, and I love this because, you know, we're all Black women and our community is primarily, of course, made of of Black women. And I've heard such good things about that book and kind of similar to how you're saying the stigma around self-help books. Like, you know, I I have so much respect for her, but I was like, "Mm, do I really have you know another the energy to read another book that's just gonna you know I don't know tell me about their life and like
0: yeah even some self-help books make you feel bad about yourself by the time you're done reading it it's like oh like I'm so behind right like there's all these things that you're telling me I should have done by now that I haven't done and that's what I really don't like about self-help this is this is not that book this is Mm. the book where it's like I don't care where you are in life right now do it
1: Worry. I'm so happy you bring that up because that's actually like so personal to me because maybe like a couple months ago um, and I've had multiple people close to me read the book as well and always everybody always recommends it. And I was talking to a friend, and it was during the time that Liv and I were uh, doing the rebrand for the podcast. And, and we really felt moved to, you know, adapt this way of flow and, and trying to make this really abstract thing feel like a community. And then my friend who was reading the book at the time sends me a paragraph in her book that's saying like the lesson she learned about being 30, I think was like it's all about the hustle and it's all about the flow, and that to achieve your goals, you can't have one without the other. And she was like, yo, you're on it. And I, it was like this moment where, you know, when you're trying to explain this really concept of like, what does it mean to be in flow? And how do we start to make visible the dynamics at which being a, existing as a black woman, but also thriving for, you know, an experience that is successful, but not in the traditional way, like just allowing space. Hearing in her book to say that, I was like, yeah, I already know it's a phenomenal book. I was like, no, "For sure. <laughs> so that's so funny you bring that up because that was the first time for me that I was like, oh, what Liv and I are trying to do here, others who are there know what it means to live in that level of harmony and that you can do both and that it's not so, you know, binary to where it's like, and I think that's what you all are doing in your in your roles, saying like, that reading doesn't have to look this one way. And we're actually better when we do it alongside of each other. And I think that's where Liv and I have always loved reading, but we love the opportunity that like, what it provides when we get to connect with others. And especially black women, when it's like, so many it's an opportunity to escape it's an opportunity to grow and invest it's also an opportunity to just like fall into mystical lands and you know it's really just whatever fits fits you in that moment so i just i love that you brought that up because i was like wow that reminds me of a really impactful moment for me
0: yes and literally the quote you were saying from the book i was like i already know exactly which one she's talking about Like, so I, Liv, like, I Liv, that book back and forth, so. Yeah. <laughs> live.
1: I have our 2022 read um, picked out. That's what you'll
2: be
0: getting I for your know. birthday.
2: <laughs> um, I'm actually already going to go ahead and head off to Barnes & Noble. I'm going to get, you know, those, you know, those days when you're just like, oh, it's a Sunday. I'm going to go get cute and, like. Go to the bookstore and maybe like buy a couple books and maybe not read them for like six months, but then I'll come back and read them six months when, when I feel called to doing that. And so yes. I might have one of those days and I, I am in between, I'm thinking to myself, maybe I'll read it like hardcover or I'll listen to it in audio because usually autobiographies and like self-help books are better for me in audio, but I always forget to listen to them. So we're, we're trying to figure it out right now.
0: I will Lexi. say with this book, I like highlight. There's like highlight everywhere there,
2: all over that so, thing. So, so yeah, you're like, all right, hard hard book only. Hard copy, okay. But but,
0: but if you know how you need to listen, go for it. That Don't listen sense. to me. But I'm telling you, you're gonna like be listening and be like, where's my highlighter for my brain right now of what she's saying? <laughs> she's
2: selling <laughs> me right now, Lexi. She's selling me. Um, Lexi, is there a book for you that you feel like is super like has impacted you why don't we just put each other on right now
0: oh yes
2: yeah yeah
1: i love this and live you already know what i'm gonna say i all about love (laughs) bell hooks the community already knows this we could probably compilate how many times in the podcast that i've mentioned all about love by bell Bell hooks that's her honestly any book by bell hooks has helped me make sense of this very very you know you know big 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 world um, so that's the one that I always go back to as yeah. like the rock. And I have loved, just like you were talking about Lana. Of just like from chapter one to chapter 10, you can feel the growth. It's like, every time I go back to this book, I can feel myself kind of living in more and more of the book. And that's just like such, it's been such a really guiding force for me. And I just think I want for people that same things. So I always recommend that for girls, guys, moms, everybody, like literally anybody and everybody (laughs) I've given it to. Like I gave it to my mom and she literally said she would have parented us differently had she like had that perspective.
0: Yeah, so it's like really helps
1: bridge conversations for me. But I'm also like, I do not do well with like fiction books or things. Like I'm very nonfiction, like all of those things. So I will also add that with a fiction book that I- loved fell into the water which was dancer. the water dancer by Ta-Nehisi Coates that she's what? like
0: I know you I know you. <laughs> because,
1: because I obs- she saw me obsessed in the moment about these books and then I put her and on she, these yeah books. and then
2: and then I then bought them so yeah
0: I feel like that's exactly what happens with me and Sam she'll be like I'm about to put you onto this thing right now and I'm like I'm about to add it to my cart right now now."
1: (laughs) (laughs) and it's really just me like I need you in this conversation with me like I need you to come come on come on because I have Mm -hmm. things to talk about but Mm -hmm. the water dancer was just actually a piece of art that I think we don't even a lot of people don't even have the consciousness to understand what he wrote Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it will be a piece of literature that lives on for a very long the time and I think yeah it was just it was actually an art piece I just I have nothing it's I'm still breathless like speechless about the impact that book had
0: man I wasn't supposed to buy any more books until I know 2022 too, but <laughs> you're like selling right sold, but we're all selling to one another yes yes I love everyone's it. like if there's one
2: book that I would take with me on an island and then we're like
0: okay yep, 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 yep. <laughs> all of these um, books are coming with me yeah I know <laughs> Liv which
1: one are yours
2: um Homegoing by Yagyasi mm. was such like an impactful book for me just seeing the different perspectives of these two sisters um go on for generations like like see the generational um curses and also like the generational privilege that these two separate entities um, had was just like mind blowing for me. And I think that was a book that took me a long time to read. Uh, but once I finished it, I was like, oh my gosh. And then also Americana by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Like she is a phenomenal writer and I love fiction. So Lexi's more of like the nonfiction girl. I'm the fiction to her non-fiction, so. I'm, I'm with you, I'm the fiction girl exactly so like anything african-american like african diaspora f- that falls into fiction like i'm on top of and um, those two those two books are just like <laughs> chef's kiss <laughs> it was chef's kiss um, so thank you so much for sharing and the last question that we have to ask you is what does flow mean for you
0: Now, y'all prep me to like be thinking about this question in the back of my head. Mm. The question. (laughs) question. The question
2: of the podcast episode. Yes. And I've been thinking
0: and I'm like, no, that's not it. And then I find I think I'm finally getting to what I want to say. So to be in flow to me, because I find myself out of flow often Mm -hmm. and having to find my way back to flow, Mm -hmm. um, that looks different for everyone. So I feel like being in flow for me is being kind of just at peace because being at peace is something that I don't take for granted anymore in in life because I've been in situations where I'm just like begging for some sort of small peace. Um, So when I'm in that place of peace and like, I'm confident within myself, I feel like I trust me because that's something that I've had to learn and grow this year trusting myself Um, because I felt like I've had a certain level of trust for myself, but as I'm learning me, as I get older, I'm like, okay, there's a certain level of trust that I want to be at with myself or when I'm making decisions or thinking about all the things that I want to do in life. Do I trust myself in this process? Um, and where I am in my head and which is why we preach on the show all the time, how important mental health is and those mental health checks and Samra and I preach therapy, which I'm going to do it again. Therapy is great. I love it. Shout out to Dr. Terry Griffin. That is my therapist. That's my girl. Um, and I feel like in the Black community, it's su- it's still kind of such a stigma, even though I think we're making great progress on making therapy and mental health like a priority, but I never realized how much of a priority I needed to be in my life until a few years ago. So when I'm in a good place mentally and I feel just very at peace in the world, that's when I feel like
1: I'm in flow. Ah. Yeah. We, I felt that one. I felt I that, felt one. that I think, one. I know. I, again, the, you know, you can only know what you have when you don't have it, you know? And so when mm-hmm. we know how and what it feels like to be in flow, then we can continue to strive to cultivate that. So just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, Along with Liv, I'm so, so grateful that you were able to share time and space with us in the Black Girl Flow community. I know I've taken away a lot, not just book recommendations, but just thinking about how my book journey can kind of be uh, a metric and just kind of like a touch base of how I'm growing and evolving and um, definitely something that I'm very excited to see what 2022 reads um, and also very excited to see what next book She's Well Read reads so uh, Lana, drop let us know where the followers and listeners can come and connect with y'all's community yeah so we lucky when we started this that no one took
0: this handle um but we are she s-h-e well w-e-l-l red r-e-a-d everywhere twitter facebook instagram tiktok that's where we are all the places um I'd say less on Facebook we are currently in a in a migration right now from our Facebook group to starting an Instagram group um just because we feel like that's where more of our base lives is on Instagram so we're gonna see how this goes during this break that we're in right now which I will also preach take a break when you need one so you don't burn out Um, so that's where you can find us on all the things and we'll be posting slightly this month. Not as much as we usually do because we are on a break. (laughs) I keep saying that and I'm thinking of this friend's episode. Anywho, but we will be back in 2022 with more guest episodes the next season, which everybody's like, what's the next book? And we're like, we don't know yet. We're letting the listeners decide. So We will keep you all posted on that. And that's kind of what's going to be happening in our Instagram group is we're going to take a poll of all these books, all that people have been keep recommending to us and be like, all right, which one do y'all want us to cover? So this is kind of the first time we're doing shaking up like that. So I'm excited.
2: Oh, new year, new book recommendations, new community members. We love, we love, we love to hear it and again thank you so much for joining us this has been so fun and um if you're listening we hope this episode encourages you to go to a bookstore and pick up a book or to order one on amazon or maybe even potentially give it to your crush give it to someone that you feel could be reading more um but that's all that we have for you today folks and as always we peace, love, blessings, and
1: have a wonderful rest of your year, y'all. Bye. Bye. All right, that wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow podcast on social media and even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time